Hello and welcome back to the And One More Thing podcast. I'm Colton Moore and this is my daily afternoon drive home. Thanks for joining me. It is Wednesday afternoon already. Wednesday, we're over the hump. Mike, 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 you know what day it is. Uh, joys of having Monday off, let me tell you. It's already, already Wednesday. Uh, the talk... And the sports world is all about Colin Kaepernick. That's what it's all about. Nike, okay, Nike made them the face of their uh, 30th anniversary advertising campaign. Uh, the slogan is just do it, even if it costs you everything. Uh, I'm not saying Kaepernick lost everything in his protest, but he did lose a very well-paying job. Um, and not like as I mentioned yesterday, I'm not sure that Collins necessarily protesting for the right for the reasons that he says he is. Um, I said from the beginning that I think he just got caught sitting on his butt one day, and uh, he made up a reason, and then we've gone from there. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I think it is a protest worth having. And I really hope in the long run it makes a difference. Um, and I won't I won't get into what I think about that again. I spent way too long yesterday talking about that. You can catch that one um, on the Anchor app or Google Podcasts um, or Spotify. I'm on, and this is on a bunch of different podcast platforms. Not on Apple Podcasts yet, unfortunately. Uh, they're still working on that as far as I can tell. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's been the talk in, uh, of the NFL. Uh, I'm just listening to some local sports radio. I got some Bears guys on there because I am in Illinois, and uh, they sent out the poll. To, uh, what do you think the finishing is going to be in the NFC North? And a lot of people kind of have Green Bay as second, Vikings as one, and the Bears and the Lions are kind of neck and neck, bringing up the rear end. Uh, but they said that four out of six people, two-thirds of the NFL experts on CBS, had the Green Bay as favorites to win the Super Bowl. Um, and like I say all the time, that uh, with a healthy Rodgers, you're guaranteed ten wins. Um, guaranteed ten wins. Anything else is extra. You get to the playoffs, and anything can happen. Unfortunately, we've come up short several years uh, in a row, with the exception of last year when it comes to the playoffs. Got uh, a lot of NFC title games, a lot of divisional round playoff losses in there, uh, kind of fluke plays. Um, Larry Fitzgerald running all over everybody for a touchdown. Seattle's onside kick, fake field goal for a touchdown. A lot of kind of fluky things that just, just unlucky. Um, but I think Rodgers has a fire lit under his butt. He sat out all last year. Um, he only played five games last year. He just signed his new contract. He's got something to prove. He wants to prove that he's worth the money. Um, and I think he wants to prove that he's worth getting talent around, too. Uh, the Green Bay front office has tried. They brought in Jimmy Graham this year, but they had to get rid of Jordy Nelson. So uh, uh, productivity-wise, it's probably an even wash. Uh, if you really, you know, break it down. They'll probably, as far as touchdowns go, probably be a wash. I don't know. 
But the Jimmy Graham in the red zone is almost a guaranteed touchdown, so I guess if you get to the red zone, we should come away with the touchdown every time. Ideally, right? You just throw a jump ball to Jimmy Graham, and he will get it because he should be able to out-jump anybody with this six-foot-seven body and who knows how long his arms are. Um, I'm uh, venturing into a, a whole different world this year with my fantasy and pick'em leagues. I've never done a pick'em league, but the the officer at work does a week-to-week pick'em league where each week stands alone. Um, if you get the most that week, you win, um, but also they have a running across the year pick'em, and whoever gets the most over the course of the whole year uh, gets an extra an extra prize at the end. So I spent uh, just a little bit today trying to figure that out. Um, trying to make base my picks based on um, information rather than just my gut. Although I ended up with the information I had ended up coming pretty close to pretty similar to uh, what the stats and info uh, told me to. And uh, driving down the road here looks like there's a Big rig went across the, the grassy median. Everybody's stopping. I got a big rig on one side of the road, another one in the middle of the grass facing me on uh, my side of the grass, but still in the middle. Four different police units here. Uh, oh, yeah, blew a tire. Went off the road. Rough. Looks like everybody's okay, though. Nothing's tipped over. Good for them. Yeah, as far as baseball goes, the uh, the old Cubbies got shellacked by the Brewers last night, 11 to one, or something like that. They scored one in the first to second inning, first or second inning, I can't remember. I think it was the second, um, and then never scored again. So we got to get one back on those guys. Um, because they're kind of right on our tail in the, in the divisional hunt. And, you know, you gain a whole game when you're playing someone in your division there. Um, I think that's all I've got on sports, folks. Unfortunately, like I said, it is, uh, it is Wednesday. We're looking at some rain this week in central Illinois. We've got the tailspin of that uh, Storm Gordon going to come hit us, I guess, eventually. So that may put a damper on my softball plans for Thursday night, but that just means I get to uh, actually watch the football game and not miss uh, the first half. So I'm uh, kind of hoping for rain. And not only rain, potential for some tornadoes and stuff because uh, the temperature is going to drop 20 degrees tonight. It is currently 91 degrees. It's supposed to be 70 degrees uh, by is the high tomorrow. So that'll be interesting with that temperature drop. What uh, what actually what kind of weather goes along with it? Um. Yeah, I think that's a good intro for today, folks. I'll get right back with you after this brief pause. All right, welcome back. I'm Colton Moore. This is the And One More Thing podcast. And I've got one more thing for you regarding football. Um, 
Thought I was done with it. Fooled you. Sorry. Um, the Khalil Mack trade, right? And Aaron Donald got $100 million. Khalil Mack got $100 million when he signed with the uh, with the Bears. Uh, upwards over that, anyway. Um, and they made a good point on the radio today about the differences between um, an elite quarterback and an elite defensive player. Um, and I love defense. Uh, it's getting harder to play in the NFL um, just because of the rules. But the quarterback will always reign supreme, especially one uh, who can just do everything better than everybody else, like Aaron Rodgers. Um, so they made the point. They said, if the Bears would have given up two first-round draft picks and in return got Aaron Rodgers to be quarterback, even with their f number two or number three overall pick, Mitch Trubisky there, uh, they would be saying that the Bears would be legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Maybe even favorites. Um, but instead, they gave first two round, two first round picks for Khalil Mack. Um, by all accounts, one of the two or three best defensive players in the league. And they maybe have increased their win winning chances from four or five games to eight or nine games. And that's the difference. Uh, that's a big difference for one player to make, but it's nowhere near to what uh, Aaron Rodgers would do. And I don't know that there's any other quarterback in the league that would make that big a difference. Some people would argue... Uh, that Tom Brady is that difference, but I don't know that he is. I think he is a product of his system. He's very good. On the, I don't want to take away his skill set. Um, but a lot of his success is due to his coach. It just is. And... I believe, and I think most other people would, too, that if you put Aaron Rodgers on any team, he would be successful and automatically um, would guarantee that team at least 10 wins. And uh, once you get to the playoffs with 10 wins, anything can happen in the playoffs. So Aaron Rodgers makes any team a Super Bowl contender. Put him on the Browns. Put him on the Bills. Put him on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wherever you put him would make that team a contender. Uh, and he still makes less money than just the average guy in the MLB. How crazy is that? He is the LeBron James of football. You put him on a team, they automatically become a contender. And... He's just an, he's just on the average Joe pay scale for Major League Baseball. That is just mind blowing the the disparity in uh, in the league's pay scale. Uh, some of that comes down to um, baseball and basketball have a lot more uh, home games per year when they're playing 
over a hundred games each. But so does hockey, and they don't get paid that much. So that's not the only factor. I don't know. I think NFL players need paid more, but I also think the price of tickets needs to come down because it is ridiculous to go to a football game. Saw a guy today trying to sell Bears tickets to the Seattle game for $140 a piece. $140. It's been three hours at a Bears game. That's ridiculous. There's no reason for that. There's no reason. You should be able to go to a football game for less than $100 a ticket. It just You just should. You just should. I get mad when I go to the high school football game and they want to charge more than $2. It was $2 when I was in high school. Every game was $2 until you got to the playoffs. And then each subsequent round of the playoffs, it went up. That makes sense. But to everywhere you went, it was $2. Now these schools try to charge you like five, six dollars to get into just a regular old football game. Are you crazy? I don't know. That's what happens as time goes on. Things get more expensive. Unfortunately, um, they're always printing more money. Our dollar gets less and less valuable, and that's really sad. I think they need to start taking money out of circulation. You just need to start taking money out of circulation. The less money you have in circulation, the more valuable, valuable, sorry, that money becomes. I don't know. I'd lose some jobs over at the the mint for sure. But for real, we don't need to keep printing money. We got enough of it. Quit printing it. It's not doing anybody any favors. Well, I don't know how I get onto that political rant. But there we are. All right, folks. That's all I got to say about that. thing and I'm back on in that weird area where football and politics mix I mentioned earlier that Colin Kaepernick is the face of Nike's new ad campaign the slogan is just do it even if it costs you everything and so I've seen memes out there uh, instead of Colin Kaepernick's face, it's Thanos' face saying the same thing because he sacrificed the only thing he truly loved, which was his adopted daughter, Gamora. But I've also seen the face of uh, Pat Tillman. And that aggravates me to no end. Pat Tillman's wife has gone on record saying uh, she does not wish for her husband to be used, his service to be used um, as propaganda or to silence anybody. And so here people are using his picture 
to say, Colin Kaepernick, you didn't, you didn't lose anything. And they said, Pat Tillman gave his life defending his country. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Pat Tillman. Please don't take it this way. Um, I've got the utmost respect for that man. But he did not give his life defending this country. He was murdered by his country because he wasn't going to play along with the golden boy propaganda story to get recruits to fight a war in Iraq. He wanted no part of that. He wanted to go home. He wanted to be active in opposing the war effort. And before his image could be tarnished with that talk, quote-unquote tarnished, um, he was killed by his own country. He was murdered. They tried to spin it as he was killed in action, enemy fire, um, but that was a lie. The government lied. Then they said it was a training exercise, and that was a lie. He was shot by somebody not more than 10 yards away, folks. No evidence of enemy fire anywhere. He was murdered. So, please... Don't go against the wishes of a murdered man <laughs> and his family. He would be right there next to Colin Kaepernick by, by all accounts. Anybody that knew him says that. And this world we live in where people can just grab a picture, put words with it, and make it say whatever they want and put it out on the internet. And people are so dumb and so gullible that they just run with it and make it blow up. And nobody bothers to fact check it. Nobody bothers to see if it's... Nobody bothers to see if it's actual information, factual information. We just blindly... Blindly click and share. And I'm I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. I click and share things. Um but I also am very quick to delete them once they're pointed out that they're inaccurate or not true. But I just don't take someone posting it as law on that. They say, Hey, that's not true, you might want to look into that. Say, oh, sweet, have you got a link somewhere? Or I'll go Google it, and I'll double-check the information. And I don't trust Snopes, folks. Why would I trust a private organization to tell me what is truth or not? No. You go check a couple different sources figure out what the consensus is and that's more often than not correct. But do your brothers and sisters a favor. 
Remember, we're all in this together. And check the validity and the appropriateness of something before you post it on Facebook or Twitter. If we, we have such an issue with groupthink, and I struggle against it. I'm fighting against it all the time. I don't want to think with the masses. I want to think for myself. I want to form my own opinions. And I'm sure you'll find as you listen to me that I do have very unique opinions. Um, maybe not unique in the opinion of itself. There's a lot of people that are saying what I'm saying. But very unique opinions and when you take them as a whole. Uh, you know, I've got, and I've said this before, uh, in the intro portions, getting to know me portions of this podcast, that, you know, I, I, on some topics I lean left, some topics I lean right, and uh, I consider myself just right of center, but very much a moderate. I try to take a common sense approach. I do what makes sense. Um, if I was running for office, call me a constitutionalist or something like that. Uh, if it's not in the Constitution, I don't think we should be doing it. But uh, I just thought it would be appropriate to educate folks on Pat Tillman's legacy. Uh the story surrounding his death. And just to let you all know, whoever's going to listen to this, that Pat Tillman was a hero. He was willing to sacrifice his life for his country. Um, But he was murdered by his own country. Your own country, the United States of America. So don't use him to tell Nike to shut up or to tell Colin Kaepernick to shut up. Because he'd be right there with him, I guarantee it. Right, that's all I got for you guys today. Hopefully, we'll have some more cheerful topics to talk about tomorrow. But until then, have a great night, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace.